Good morning, Shauna Schellenberg here with podcast number one, episode one of ECS 200 with Michael Gatton. This video was made thanks to Coast Cricket Energy Bar for providing me with the fuel required to get through this podcast. After this ad, we will return back to the content. The Earth now has over 7.4 billion people, and those people need food. By 2050, there will be 2 billion more mouths to feed, and we'll have to double our food production to meet this demand. It's time to try something new. We are the team behind Coast Protein. We make sustainable protein bars and powders from crickets. Yeah, crickets. I first ate crickets while traveling through Cambodia in 2008. When I returned home, I read a UN report highlighting the importance of eating insects for a sustainable food future. So, why crickets? Globally, over 2.5 billion people eat insects as part of their regular diet. They grow quickly and efficiently using little lead. They produce minimal greenhouse gases. Eat almost no water. And they're incredibly nutritious. And unlike a lot of alternative protein sources, crickets are a complete protein, containing all nine essential amino acids needed for muscle growth and repair. This is my second year in the Bachelor of Education program at Cumberland College in Melfort, Saskatchewan, through the University of Regina. A dream of mine that I am working towards is becoming a teacher. To do so, I'm required to take all of my educational course studies classes. Therefore, I found myself on a learning adventure in Professor Michael Gatton's ECS 200 class. First of all, I would like to say that it has been an absolute delight being a student in this class. Reflecting on the last semester of ECS, there has been much knowledge that I have acquired. In this podcast, I am going to highlight the main takeaways for me from this course. As we know, numerous educational philosophies exist in the world to explain human development, learning, and motivation. These theories can be categorized into theory families, such as stage theories, learning theories, and contextual theories. Within those categories, we see theorists such as Brockenbrenner, Piaget, Freud, Erickson, and Vygotsky, who have made a significant impact in the history of the educational field. These theories were developed as an attempt to understand how students develop and learn. In addition, they provide a framework that helps to both identify and explain naturally occurring and observable phenomena. There are significant takeaways that have stood out to me from ECS 200 this far in regards to teaching and the educational psychology and the significance of child development. The first concept that stood out to me was a theme of challenging the education system and reimagining education from a holistic point of view. As a future educator, I must listen, learn, and lead. As mentioned in the executive summary in the Reimagine Education article that we read in class, it states, education is vital to the future of our province. 
It affects everything and everyone. Education affects the province as a whole and all individuals and areas of life. Therefore, it makes sense that we should look at education from that lens of a holistic viewpoint. If you were to teach from this perspective, it would raise the question such as, how does this connect to other knowledge that students already have coming to class? Teaching from this perspective would also create a space where curiosity blooms. As a future educator, I want my class to be a space where students are constantly expanding onto concepts and themes that they already know. I want to have a classroom full of students who are genuinely curious learners and to create an environment where they feel like that is attainable. As Professor Gatton mentioned, we are all on a pursuit of knowledge regarding the mystery that is the world. Explore question. I genuinely hope for my future students to see the world as a mystery that is theirs to explore and to question everything from a holistic point of view. I do not want students to just learn with their minds, but to be constantly making connections with their hearts and spirits to the things around them on the quest of attaining knowledge. The concept of connecting students to previous knowledge stood out to me. For students to make connections in their brains to what they are learning, it is essential to relate new concepts to ones that students have already learned and to build onto those concepts for the knowledge to be retained in the children's brains. As educators, we should be challenging students to create technology and creating tools necessary to help them achieve those goals. As Jack Ma mentioned in his video called The Future of Education that we saw in class, I learned that we need to teach children to do things that a machine cannot do. As well, we must give students the tools to be able to check the validity of knowledge and to be critical consumers and producers of information. So for example, using Google Scholar instead of Wikipedia, or clearing your cookie histories when you're browsing something. In addition, the concept of practicing good pedagogy stood out to me. According to the Oxford Dictionary, pedagogy is defined as the method and practice of teaching, especially as an academic subject or theoretical concept. At the beginning of our first class, Professor Gatton stated that he hoped to model good pedagogy for our class of education students. In my opinion, this is important because we are learning how to be teachers and it is important for us to have a role model of what makes a good teacher. In order to be excellent teachers, we need to have that modeled for us. In addition, it is important that we are shown how it looks when applied to a real-life classroom situation like our ECS 200 class. As teachers, we are role models for students. As a future educator, there will be students from all social, economic, 
ethnical backgrounds in my classroom. It is essential that as an educator, I'm aware of the differences that exist and how to, and how to make the classroom an inclusive place where all students feel safe to learn. It is also crucial that I as an educator understand the concept of at-risk and resilience in children. As I have learned from class, at-risk and resilience is a function of genetic disposition, nature, and contextual factors, nurture. Stress creates an opportunity for growth. It is not necessarily a bad thing. However, the way we we respond to it can be. We should be aware that students come from different background and be cautious as to not other students or place false theories on students who may come from more challenging background. Children are resilient and despite hardships, they can still thrive in classrooms and have cognitive development in regards to learning. Lastly, the theme of challenging the education system is a huge takeaway for me. Having gone through the elementary and high school system and now through my university journey, my eyes have been opened to oppression and social injustice that is taking place in the world around me. I do not want to be a teacher that conforms to the norms that have been set in place before me in an oppressive society. Rather, I aspire to be a teacher who fosters good change and an inclusive education practices. I want all my future students to feel empowered, valued, and seen, regardless of their economic, ethnicity, religion, abilities, sexual orientation, or social status. My hope is that I can be equipped to give my future students the tools they need to be educated to be the best versions of themselves they can. A connection that I made in regards to Western culture and First Nation culture is imagining education from a holistic view. As I have learned from my previous Indigenous Studies classes, First Nations people value the holistic view of life and believe that everything is connected to each other. Learning about the medicine wheel, wheel, I know that everything is connected to each other and moves in a circular motion. I appreciate the First Nations perspective and content that Professor Gatton incorporated into this class. In conclusion for this podcast, there are many different educational philosophies that exist in the world today. As a future educator, it is a privilege to be able to pull resources and information from numerous theorists to use as a guide and support for my educational philosophy. The studies and knowledge that these theories have shared with the world can be useful when helping to understand how children learn and develop. Understanding concepts of cognitive development is crucial to be the best version of a teacher that I can be and to meet students where they are at developmentally. Lastly, it is vital that we as educators are always challenging the current education system to strive for an all-inclusive and non-oppressive education system. One where all students are treated with equity 
and have a non-biased learning structure to be the best students they can be because those students are the future of education. As I continue on my educational journey of becoming a teacher, I hope to store these things that I've shared with you into my portfolio of knowledge that is my brain to use for the future when I have a classroom of my own someday that is full of young minds that are capable of brilliant things, given that they have equity of learning and the proper supports that they need to thrive and be the best students that they can be. Thank you for tuning in today to listen to my takeaways from ECS 200 with Professor Michael Gatton.